0: Hi, guys, welcome. My name is Danny.
1: Hi, my name is Rachel.
0: And uh, we are the idiots that decided to start a podcast. Um, this is the Welcome to the Sacred Embers podcast. Um, so, I, you go first. You can go ahead and introduce yourself, talk a little bit about your
1: practice. Okay, well, uh, so, like I said, my name is Rachel. Um, I don't necessarily define myself as any one sort of witch. Um, My practice is eclectic. Uh, That's probably the only accurate thing I could say about it. But um, I didn't start out that way. I kind of just started um, just being interested in witchcraft and watching what other people were doing. And uh, I kind of vibed with the gray witchcraft a little bit, and I was like, I could see how this fits me with you know the the good stuff, and then you know the baneful stuff. So, so that's
0: like middle of the road witchcraft.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I kind of I kind of identified like that for a while, um, but I don't. I just feel like maybe defining yourself as something isn't necessarily needed or Mm. important and so you know I just am like I'm here Uh, I know a couple things here and there I don't want to say I cherry pick from everything but I do know Mm. like little bits and pieces from this or that with um you know except for like closed practices I only know what people what people share but so that's basically me as far as like my practice goes and Mm. I'm about four years into practicing, maybe a little less than that. So, um, I and how did you start? Um, honestly, I started like in, uh, the pandemic when people started, you know, I keep kinda, that. <laughs> well, you know, I think it, like boredom just kind of set in and, um, I've always been really interested in like secret societies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I just got Googling one day. Um, It actually was because of the Jeffrey Epstein uh, drama that was going on. And he had this like this house on the island and everyone's like, it's for satanic rituals and all that. And I'm like, oh, really? Let's check that out. What are they doing there? To
0: be fair, there are two, there's one of two ways that could have gone. It could have gone the way it has gone, or it could have gone like one of those, um, conspiracy junkies like that right wing what is that website called QAnon. yeah that yeah. could have gone a
1: very weird way <laughs> Which, those those people have ruined like the fun of conspiracy theories like you know they used to They're be so really rabid. fun yeah but um they definitely they've ruined it there's no more fun in conspiracy theories anymore but um so yeah, no, I I started researching about him and what for whatever like reason I ran into information about the divine and I'm like, uh-huh. what's the divine? And then yeah. it just kind of snowballed from there and kept getting exactly bigger so. and bigger and, um, yeah, it's uh, come to this point now to where I'm, you know, kind of I don't want to say I'm obsessed with witchcraft, but it's just what something I. Have- I you know I just love talking about it and I love uh like all the different philosophies behind it and um it's really interesting so oh yeah yeah.
0: one of my favorite parts is like shocking people
1: (laughs) yeah yeah people Um, get shocked that's for sure
0: because they think you're worshiping satan because that's like I mean some people do absolutely but it's not most people do not work with demons in any I would say that's maybe 5% of the witchcraft community.
1: Yeah, I'd say that's a really small percentage. Too. And we both fall within that category.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, mine didn't start specifically during the pandemic. Um, I was raised Catholic, so I've got a lot of that un- um, Catholic guilt. I went to Catholic school for about 14 years, but I've always been interested in that kind of stuff. My um, middle school friend, Megan and I, we would try to open a portal to Halloween town at recess. Like there was like a chant, you would say. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And then uh, we'd we'd pretend like we were possessed at like dances and stuff like that. So I've always been interested in it. Um, When (laughs) I was in high school, I started driving my car and um, I live in like the Southern Florida area and Mm. I was driving, um, I found this like it's some kind of it was a bookstore but they also had crystals and all this stuff and I kind of dabbled in it a little bit I didn't really do any research um I might have bought a few books but specifically there were wicca books now that I think about it yeah Um, and I think I tried to use like a love oil on an ex-boyfriend which obviously did nothing I think that's kind of everyone's gateway there and like It was just kind of always in the back of my mind. And then in when I first started college, I took like a um in like a comparative religion kind of course because I was it was interesting. Um and we did study paganism in small part. And I remember buying books on Wicca because at that point that was the only frame of reference I had. Like that was all it was for me. And pretending they were for that class. So like no one would get like weirded out. (laughs) And um I don't know it, ha- it really started last year and I, I hate saying this that TikTok started it but it definitely yeah. like brought it back out because again I, I honestly have been a witch my whole life I just didn't really know it
1: yeah I, I kind of have that same uh philosophy behind my life too where you know looking back I'm like hmm
0: we've all I think almost Very everyone funny. within the who is practicing now has some kind of like huh why didn't I figure out them but That's yeah, um, I went through a really awful breakup last year. And I don't know why, but that triggered it. Wow. And I, I mean, just a lot of change happening. There is a, in Ocala, there's a um, Florida Pagan Society, I think is what they call it. They put on a, a festival and we went to the um, Beltane one. But there, mm-hmm. I went to a seminar on Wicca. And before that, I had been just, like, eclectic. I didn't really know the difference at that point. And I was researching, like, traditional Wicca. And I have a few of those books left over. And it just reminded me so much of Catholicism that it was, like, almost yeah. kind of triggering. Like, there are these hierarchies. There are priests. Researching Wicca really made me look more into, like, their different kinds. So... At that point, I think I was just like labeling myself as eclectic because I pull from so many, especially pantheons. I know a lot of people identify themselves based on who they worship, period. Yeah. I'm a Hellenistic pagan, blanket statement. Um, but I pull from multiple pantheons. So same here. Um at this point I, I consider myself a death witch. Um, I work in the healthcare industry, so I'm kind of close to that. Um and it's It's funny and ironic because, you know, I'm terrified of dying.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a scary subject and it's something that's really hard to get comfortable with,
0: but I'm definitely getting, I mean, this is probably where we'll bring this into it. Um, We met through the sticks and bones podcast, basically Mm -hmm. Um, those lovely ladies, Chelsea and 10, love their podcasts. Shout out to them. They're amazing. I buy everything they put out. I had a reading with Chelsea and she's like, oh you're a death witch. <laughs> Hades and Persephone are coming through and they want you to call them mother and father. They like claimed me as like a daughter, which yeah, is kind of shocking. Actually. I just think it's so funny because she even pulled a card. She's like, you're terrified of death. I'm like, God damn it, Chelsea. Yeah, <laughs> you can't yeah. just call me out like that. I do work with that kind of like death deities. Yeah. Well, I it's don't so hard think to put a label to... on death witchcraft.
1: Yeah. And I don't think you have to have sight in order to identify no. as a necromancer. Honestly, I believe that divination, uh, you know, I was doing divination Definitely with my exactly. ancestors earlier and that's mm-hmm. necromancy 100%. Exactly. And we're just yeah. using a tarot deck, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. At this point, that's my label. Um, I'm doing a lot of research. I have shelves and shelves of books. That's actually how I started getting a following on TikTok. Was mm-hmm. posting like, spell books or like top five books that are not spell books because people just post like spell books over and over again oh yeah you need a basis before you get in like I would not get in I would not recommend that
1: anyone get into witchcraft the way I did
0: you need to start with a research baseline
1: well just like anything you need a foundation to build upon you know Mm -hmm. everything in life needs a firm foundation
0: yeah absolutely now I know you read tarot semi-professionally?
1: I do. Well, I was encouraged, um, by the, the deities that I work with to, Mm. uh, pick up tarot and open an Etsy shop and just, like, you know, learn some lessons that way, and I did. I, uh, definitely learned a few things, and, uh mostly what I learned is that people on Etsy are looking to buy the tarot decks that you have and they're not reading information Uh, and you're constantly having to refund (laughs) so yeah so I just got kind of fed up one day and I was like well i be fair it's a fantastic deck yep the (laughs) wisdom warning so but I uh jacked up my prices to like 99 bucks or 100 bucks or something like that and I was like let's see if you guys can read the ads now, like figure out what you're buying. And, uh, it kind of stopped me having to do these readings and then, you know, refund people. And I was wasting my time. I could definitely be doing other things. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the Etsy experience, I didn't really enjoy. Um, Mm -hmm. it's easier to do things like through my friends and, have them Venmo me, or we work out a trade of some kind, or, mm-hmm. you know, just whatever the case may be. So, you know, that's kind of where I am uh, with it right now.
0: I, I'm more of, and I feel like this is rare within the community. I'm a pendulum girly.
1: Yeah, I no, I
0: has never steered me wrong.
1: They definitely have their place. And I've used one for a long time. Mine has recently and I felt like maybe it was a uh, broke on I purpose so it's like a stop using it and start tapping into your gifts type thing so mm-hmm. I haven't replaced it
0: I uh, literally have one on me at all times I keep one in my backpack I am in a medical program and literally I will sit in the back of class when like we're not doing anything and I will pull out my tarot cards because I I have to have them on me because I will remember to do my daily reading at random times so yeah. like I'm in the library you just hear someone shuffling cards and it's me. <laughs> That's but, okay, um, I I do it every day. I don't understand it to obviously the extent you do. I am neurodivergent. I can't memorize readings, but
1: yeah, you know, no, I, I struggle with that too. I definitely um, am neurovi- neurodivergent and uh, <laughs> yeah, and I struggle with that also. And, you know, I still pick up my books and reference things, especially when I'm giving readings for my clients. Like I make sure that, you know, I go into like pretty expanded details so I can pull as much information during this reading for them so they can you know, really find out, like, what it is that their spiritual team or, you know, whatever they believe is trying to get across to them.
0: Right. I like tarot, but at a certain point, the cards need, they have very big interpretations, except for, like, the major arcana. Mm -hmm. That's why I've been moving more towards oracle decks. I used to hate oracle decks, but, like, they are so clear. They're telling you exactly what's coming through. It's not like, oh, well, are. when this card's next to this card, it means something else. That's why I'm very much moving towards um, Oracle decks. I think I only have three decks right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm searching for one to specifically use only with my ancestors.
1: Oh, that'd be cool.
0: Yeah, because I've been looking for a deck that's like messages from ancestors. And the ones I found are all very, um, they're Native American. And I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, I get it. from those. Like I understand ancestors are a very huge part of that culture and that religion. And I don't feel comfortable picking up a deck that's got that on there. I don't Mm -hmm. feel like it's for me. My ancestors are as white as you can possibly be.
1: Yeah. Hey, well, that's a really good point uh, to make and to share with other people too, is that, you know, if it doesn't come from your culture, you probably shouldn't be picking it up anyways. You know, it's one thing to like appreciate a culture and admire something, but to just jump in and, you know, be like, I vibe with this look how look at my spirit animal you know uh, I, I just feel it's really disrespectful
0: oh yeah and I think we all we were all ignorant at one point when I started practicing mm-hmm. I used white sage I didn't yeah. know better but then I found hey. out and I I haven't really touched it since I actually spoke to someone a uh, Native American and I'm not saying that they're a monolith that like one suits yeah. for all But I felt like it would be a little bit more disrespectful to throw it out than to just finish the stick. Mm -hmm. So I spoke to them about that. You can do and they said you can do that or you can bury it. So I used it, I think, a few more times and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna bury it and return it to the earth from where it came. Yeah, that's
1: um, a good thing.
0: I I worked at a metaphysical shop and um, the owner used and this is someone who had been in the community for a long time. She should have known better. Like you, if you're white, do not use white sage. It's not for you. You can literally Mm -hmm. just get
1: garden sage. It smells the same. There is something, there's something like 900 or 700 different types of sage. So like there's, I
0: use juniper. This is a beautiful little, I got it as a gift. It smells amazing. I mean, a yeah. little bit like weed when it's not lit, <laughs> but it's fantastic. I got like juniper, I've got rosemary bundles. I got, there's so many different options out there. There's really no justification to white sage.
1: Yeah. And just having a uh, respect for the plant itself for white sage, since it is endangered and, uh, you know, like, why would you want to go and mess with something that's endangered of losing you know, it's, it's endangered because
0: of white people.
1: Yeah. So like, leave it alone. Just stop messing with
0: it. 90% of the white sage you see sold in stores are stolen from native people. That's terrible. And it's awful. And like, you can literally, like my Amazon keeps like telling me, oh, buy this hundred pack of <laughs> smudge sticks. And you shouldn't even be calling it smudging if you're not native. It's yeah. smudge so planting and you can use any other plant. There are so many different varieties. I have so many smoke blends that I buy and they smell fantastic. It's like not that hard (laughs) to like be a good person.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's not that hard.
0: Yeah. But um, there are a few other things. I'm not sure about Palo Santo. I've heard Mm -hmm. from different sources, like some people like don't touch it. And other people are like, it's not sacred to us. It's just a tree and it smells nice. So I don't know if you had an opinion on it.
1: No, I really don't know too much about it. And uh, I feel like all of the information I've tried to source about it is like wishy-washy. And
0: that new age uh, stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. So my, just like my general idea is that because I don't know enough about it, I just don't get into it. And I kind of like a a lazier approach. I like to use some incense and just light it. And get done like that, or I like to go to YouTube and turn on some sound cleansing and just turn it up real loud. Yeah, people don't think about, about it. Sound way.
0: is cleansing.
1: I, I keep got stuff to do. in my like,
0: car. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I uh, will turn it on daring? and leave the house and like go away while it's doing that. You know, <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like having a dishwasher. Like set it and forget exactly. it. Exactly.
0: Absolutely, and it's perfect for people like us. We live in a modern age. We need to use our modern tools. And they did not have sound cleansing back then. But I did want to touch on the intersection of witchcraft and new age. Because I feel like the lines have been very blurred. Um, I know a lot of people talk about like chakras. And I feel like it doesn't have a place in witchcraft specifically. It falls into its own. And I, I think new age is definitely the term that should be used for that.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it also comes from Hinduism and uh, I don't personally- just colonization. That, yeah, I don't know anyone that actually practices Hinduism so I don't know um, a reliable source to like uh, harvest that information from but there are like very reputable sources even just on TikTok that you can go to and like you know find out if that's something that you should be uh, partaking in, you know?
0: <coughs> right. And like, along with that, like Reiki, it's not for me kind of thing. Cause it's just, I love crystals because they're beautiful, but people are like, oh, this is for this chakra and that's for this. I'm like, it's a pretty rock. And I think it's pretty, and I can use it in my practice because, but I don't subscribe to that belief. Um, But I feel like there's a a connection between new age beliefs and this like alt-right pipeline have you noticed that
1: yeah definitely um it's it's kind of it's a really touchy subject but Mm -hmm. there are people that kind of get sucked into like the health and wellness uh you know like um Maybe you know eating things that don't have any chemicals, or they're not processed at all, and right. you know that kind of that kind of moves over into like new age spiritual stuff. Because for instance, if you go to Whole Foods, and you know that's where some of these people may shop, uh, there's a section in Whole Foods where all of a sudden they have white sage, and they have like chocolate, you know, peering. kind of these, they, these spiritual things, a chakra candle, or you know whatever it may be. And, um, you know, it just, it's, it's kind of something where these people are getting like funneled into this because of capitalism. And, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them just don't realize, uh, maybe how disrespectful, but also how like sketchy, um, you know, the connections are right there. I just think think, people don't see it. Yeah. I mean, you're going
0: to. like start getting these products and then thinking a crystal is going to block emf and that goes into that emf causes cancer and then all of a sudden they're anti-vax and Mm -hmm. believe the government's out to get us so it's just it's such a slippery slope and another thing i did want to touch on is um star seeds (laughs) that's always a Um, good topic my guy you are not an alien you're a soul but like you're a human and you've probably always been a human and yeah i i know that the starseed ideology actually comes from it's got nazi origin it's got this like um ethnic cleansing spiritual purity racial undertone and i actually i will link a tiktok that is by a native actually and they did a really mm-hmm. good job with it um It's just, it's a really slippery slope and it's, it's definitely touchy, which is, there are people who definitely subscribe to that, but also, you know, do more traditional witchcraft stuff and there's definitely a place for them. But as far as me, witchcraft needs to be like, I don't, pure is such a bad word, but I want to keep it like pure witchcraft. I don't want Mm -hmm. other things coming into it like that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I do. I do.
0: But I did want to talk about, I mean, there are other kinds of witches. Green witches are kind of my favorite.
1: Yeah, I like green witches. I love... They're the cottage core girlies. (laughs) I love uh, just implementing, uh, you know, nature into your practice. Mm. And um, I love the idea of like warding your house with your plants. And Mm -hmm. uh, I'd say maybe like the root of my... Uh, practice is just to make whatever I have on hand to work and mm-hmm. hey I got plants on hand you know so we're going to use those and we're going right. to see like you know what it is uh that we can use out of our yard or our neighbor's yard or on our nature walk or whatever and you know just bring uh you know Gaia into our home right
0: I I do consider myself an herbalist. I mean, all of those little things back there, those are all different herbs. You can't cool. see them, but I've got a bunch of like 16 quart, like what, 16 ounce mason jars up there filled with herbs. I make tinctures. And that's actually what my small business started as, but you need a special mm-hmm. license to sell those. Um, ah. I make salves. I've got a bunch of like golden seal down there. So like, I'm always stocked when it comes to like recipes for spells. That's but, awesome. Um, it's more difficult for me to grow here in South Florida. It's so hot; it's gonna kill yeah. anything I try to grow. I keep trying to grow lavender. I've never been able to do it successfully.
1: Even my tomato just, plants
0: are starting to get sunburned.
1: I just pulled up some dead lavender uh, from one of my little. I flower keep buckets. trying.
0: I keep trying, but I can't. Yeah. Um, I actually bought a hydroponic system, and I can't even fucking grow lavender in there. So it's just, you know what? It doesn't want me. I'm just gonna keep buying my lavender.
1: It's really hard to grow plants, you know, yeah. unless it's like mint. If you need some oh, mint. Yeah,
0: that's so prolific. That's it'll it'll it take plants. over
1: your entire yard, but. Against uh, your will. Yeah, everything else though is really hard, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: I grow tomatoes, but then on a certain point, I'm so, I get so busy that like, I can't go out there and water them every day, and then they're dead, and then there's a hurricane. Mm-hmm. And then we had, um, I've been trying to grow, there's a special kind of green bean, it's called an Italian green bean. I don't know if you see them. They're like flat. And they have such a unique oh, yeah, yeah. taste. Those cool. Are cool. They're my favorite. And I found out they are a breed of green bean called Roma 2. It's mm-hmm. patented as Roma 2. And I bought the seeds. I've never been able to successfully grow them. And then this season, they took off. And these are older seeds. So, okay. And they're like trellising up the screen enclosure in the backyard. And then the hurricane happened. So I had to rip them down. And I was like crying as we pulled those plants because they're all in um, pots because I don't we don't have a backyard really. Yeah. And it, it was the saddest moment because like they were so close. They were, they were blooms. I would have had green beans in like a month and it's been years in the process of trying to get them. And I it said, you know what? Not this year, bitch.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <sighs> Growing things is hard. Um, I have two like arrow gardens. And it just got a bunch of pods to put in them, like for herbs and stuff. And I love that I can just pour water into it and walk away and it does its own thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. Again, that's going back to like using technology on hand, like bring it into your practice. Mm -hmm. And Actually, one thing I really
0: enjoy that not many people know about is like, I know people use Florida water, but it comes in an aerosol. Did you know that?
1: No, it's aerosol.
0: you can find it and specifically at botanicas which are oh. hispanic like yeah, yeah. I don't, they're not grocery stores but they're like herb shops basically and it's very spiritual and catholic mm-hmm. because it's that but they have florida water and spray bottles it's like an aerosol nice. hairspray can and i'm just like shocked um i keep mine i actually have it right here <laughs> in a little um spray bottle in my bag I and like I always that. have water on me but I didn't know it came like that but in that vein um spray cleansing I have like a bunch they're all the way up there mm-hmm. but That's I've yeah. got a bunch they're all for like different purposes they're from astro magic oh cool yeah. and they're like ones like get the fuck out and that one's for clearing negative energy mm-hmm. ones like for Saturn I think they're really cool I think they're kind of underrated in the pagan witchcraft community.
1: Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I don't really hear of anybody, um, you know, talk about using them or, you know, show like them spritzing themselves before they head into the I in do somewhere. it in the morning.
0: I put oils on my wrist and on my temples and then I spray myself with something.
1: Yeah, I do that, too. I keep oils on me at all times. And I'm always like, toot, toot, on, you know, my temples, my wrists, whatever. I, I bought dress. six Hex
0: Girls rollers. Six. <laughs> and I now have, because they, I, I asked them specifically, I was like, will you guys make a full size? And they're like, no, it's a limited edition, blah, blah, blah. Here's my full size Hex Girls. <laughs> nice. And I love it so much. Um, we're talking about Chelsea and 10 from the podcast. They have a shop. It's phenomenal evoking the shop i think it's crystalmoonclarity.com but um yeah, hex girls was part of saw one line and it's like a return to sender spell but it's an oil that you wear it's like a built-in spell and it's phenomenal and it smells like cranberry i think it's like cranberry woods or something like that nice and, and it's,
1: it's not it's not a spell to be anything like big it's just no. like a little it's a mini return to sender like a yeah Gotcha.
0: Like, I have a headache Yep. thinking bad about me that kind of stuff and I think it's just such a amazing idea and I know they're coming out with another one for the
1: Yule line yeah they've uh, they've done really well with their shop I'm really proud of them yeah. um they've come a long way and like I think I've been hanging out with them for about a year or so you know give or take a few months and uh it's really awesome to like see people that you enjoy talking to and learning from and interacting with and just to see them you know, Mm -hmm. come up in the world and to like see their manifestations come true. That's like one of my favorite things about this business is you can like watch people blossom. Mm -hmm.
0: I've only been around for like the last few months. I mean, like I know I told you, but this is the way this started is I was thinking of starting my own podcast. Mm -hmm. um, And then I found six and bones and then I became obsessed with it and kind of forgot about it for a while. (laughs) And then we met on TikTok and we're like, you want to start a podcast with me? She's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the card said yes,
1: yeah, I mean, like, worst case scenario, you meet somebody to have, like, on conversations with, yeah, exactly. you know, how, how bad can that be, yeah,
0: and it's so hard to find, like, a local community, um, we have a discord, it'll be on our website, but I did get a lot of inquiries for it, but when you do have a community, I remember asking Chelsea about this on our live. Mm -hmm. They had a discord at one point, but she
1: said there was a lot of drama. Yeah, well, um, she, she may have had a discord before I knew her, uh, but she did have a Facebook group for a while and uh, there, there were times where it was problematic and it was just a lot of energy to, um, you know, to babysit grown adults Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately that social media is just kind of like that. You're going to find that everywhere. I've seen it in like mom groups and, uh, you know, school groups and soccer groups and all kinds of So that is, you know, that is like a gamble that you take when you are on social media and you have, you know, people interacting with each other, someone's going to show up and act like an asshole. And, you know, if something that is working for you, you know, at that time. Uh, it might be a really good experience and then like all of a sudden you just it becomes too much and there's nothing wrong with being like okay it was an experience I came I saw I did and now I'm switching and gears it. and going somewhere else you know exactly there's a lot of like
0: mean girlism in the community I feel like a lot of gatekeeping, and I understand it to a certain extent because like back in my day I didn't have all these resources I had to learn all this on my own but, like, it's a new age, people need to find their own yeah. struggles. You don't need to, yeah. like, make it and harder then, for them.
1: Even then, um, you know, you can just, you can Google witchcraft, uh, go to the Wikipedia page, and uh, there's a part that uh, says regions, and it'll give you, like, you know, regions around the world. And uh, it tells you areas in the world where people are still being prosecuted to this day for witchcraft. Mm-hmm. You know, like people being beheaded in 2015 and you know 750 people getting killed in like 2008 or something and um just like that it's still going on and that um basically what I don't get is like why people are quarreling on social media and having their little uh ego tiffs when you know we should be like banding together and like there's so much witchcraft drama you know, there's, there's so much that we could do in a positive light, you know, for ourselves, for the Mm -hmm. world. But if we're like fighting each other, how are we going to take care of these people that are like still beheading people or exactly whatever it is that's going on. So there's still like crazy shit going on, persecuting people. That wasn't just, you know, the Salem witch trials, like it still they never stopped. The Salem witch
0: trials never stopped because I'm still hearing like, Hocus Pocus two came out recently, and then this mom, this Christian mom, like went viral for saying that like don't let your kids watch them because the energy is going to come through the TV. Ma'am, you're a witch. Like if you think the energy (laughs) is going to come through the TV, you're already in the witchcraft world. But like they don't care to change their misconceptions. No, they don't. Their wrong beliefs. They're playing like thinking that we worship the devil and that we want to kill children or eat them or whatever satanic panic is happening today, but it's just ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the hysteria is just, um, the fear of someone else's spiritual practice. And like many times it's rooted in like sexism, misogyny, mm-hmm. uh, religious control, uh, and probably lack of critical thinking skills. I think, yeah. I think all of those things kind of tie into, yeah, into the, into the hysteria and Uh, It's a shame because I think that like people really do practice uh, witchcraft every day in their lives. And sometimes I'm not even comfortable with the title of witchcraft just because of the way that it's like, you know, been demonized since forever. And um, yeah, it just makes me feel icky sometimes. Sometimes I don't even like to call myself that. I call myself a practitioner most of the time, but yeah, I don't know. It's just a shame uh, how negative it is when it really isn't that far off from how people are living their lives, you know, their normal muggle lives, if you will.
0: I mean, even um, in like Catholicism, like Catholicism is witchcraft, my guy. gay. Okay. Yeah. You're drinking the blood of Christ. You, you're doing a spell. My dude. Absolutely. Like, I don't know what to tell you. The drama is there.
1: Yeah. And then also, you know, connecting with saints and, you know, doing your novena prayers with them and giving offerings and Mm -hmm. all of that is very pagan-esque
0: yeah no there's as I've been getting more into my practice I've definitely seen so many similarities it's actually shocking praying is what we're doing when we're doing a working absolutely it's the same thing Florida water is their holy water I mean they're and we're not hurting anyone but it's just so much the belief and the indoctrination in that community that they're the only ones who can be right I, I I don't know if it happens other places that Christians are like that, but it's a very like American Christian where they think like there's no other option. They're the right
1: ones. Oh, definitely. Well, they are, they're definitely a loud voice in uh, America. Uh, even though I don't know if they're exactly a majority, but they're damn loud and they're damn And they annoying. act
0: like they're oppressed. When <laughs> um, we're just like living our own lives, like I'm just here collecting herbs, my guy. Like, I don't know,
1: I'm exactly. just collecting my
0: crystals. I'm not hurting anyone unless you mess with me, <laughs> and then I'll hurt you.
1: I do, uh, I do always find enjoyment of the people who like band together and say that they're hexing these like mass, uh, you know, forms of government, or like, you know, people were saying that they were gonna go and hex uh, Putin and all of that I mean, which, like, go
0: for it
1: these people yeah. deserve it but then means
0: like the people on TikTok were like I'm cursing Hekate
1: yeah that's that's, that's that? crazy I think there was, was like a
0: there was ago. one
1: there was one on Reddit uh I missed the <laughs> Hekate one but I did see one on Reddit where like people were going to uh curse Allah and I was like how how are you guys gonna go and curse Allah like I don't remember. I, don't I
0: wasn't here for it, but I heard of, like, someone trying to curse the moon.
1: Uh, yeah, there was a big thing going on where they were uh, hexing the moon. Uh, I, don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember why, you know, that came about or whatever, but it was, um, <laughs> it's something to laugh about for sure. That's the funniest thing. Considering, uh, I, I swear, I really thought it was a joke, but you never know. I mean, like, look at the role the moon plays with the Earth. Like, why would you want to uh, do something to, like, hex or destroy the moon when, you know, it controls the tides? It's, like, a part of our Earth.
0: Right, but, like, I just don't understand what they think they would accomplish. Like, get
1: rid of the moon? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I definitely, like, missed the mark on whatever their goal was or, like, why everyone was so pissed at the moon. Like... I don't know, maybe it was shining too bright in their windows at night. I don't don't know, know. please see your local
0: um, psychiatrist
1: like I'm begging you. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Make sure you take a turn over to the pharmacist and pick up your meds. So um, I think that's where
0: we'll end it today. Thanks for listening to our very first podcast. We will be back in two weeks with an episode about deity work. And we do have some very special guests for you. We hope you enjoyed and we hope to see you soon.